Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Laughing and Living Podcast. I am Carlos Mancia. I am here with producer Bert. What's up? Uh, a couple of things we're going to get to right away, but uh, yeah, well, for sure today. Uh, and one of them on the podcast is definitely going to be the uh, kid that fell in the zoo. Uh, that stuff I've been talking about for a long time. We'll get to that in a second. But first I got to talk about, uh, it's going to get some it's going to turn into a math kind of a sports thing. So anyway, the thing about Bird is he's loved basketball since back in the day. Um, I've never been a big basketball guy. I've always been shorter than everybody else. Uh, I was annoying when we went to go play because I was pretty decent defender. I was very sticky. But the thing is, is that we had a conversation about Oklahoma City and Golden State and I was just simply talking about the numbers. And Bert just kept saying, like, well, uh, that's her opinion. Like, like I was trying to say that it was good or bad, and I wasn't. I was literally bringing up numbers. But I just thought it was really interesting. And that dynamic of that I've always been afraid of. I've always been afraid of uh, being that old guy who's like, oh, these kids today, and they're, I just, I never wanted to be that guy, I always wanted to be going with the flow, now, look, I get it, uh, somebody that's going to high school has a certain vernacular that I, I'm, I don't go to high school, you know, so it changes every few years, some words mean this, some words mean that, whatever it is, when I was, you know, when I was going to school, you used to say, psych, you know, when somebody would mess with you ah psych they got you they don't say that shit anymore you know or they word (laughs) a word or or where we grew up if you were afraid they'd say scamao which doesn't it doesn't mean anything but whatever those words were i get that i'm talking about bigger picture i'm talking about you know these kids and buying their cars from japan and you know that was back in our day and whatever it is i just never wanted to be that guy i didn't want to be anti-technology I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like that commercial. There's a commercial where these older, I guess their grandparents and the grandkids come in and they're like, "Hi, grandma. Hi, grandpa," and they just give them a shitload of, of electronic equipment, and they're like, "Here, fix it." And you, t- I, I just don't want to be that guy. I don't think that because you're 40 or 50 or 60 that you should know how to use a goddamn smartphone. I mean, seriously, it's 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 really not that big of a deal. Right. And I just don't understand it. So I never wanted to be that. And this conversation kind of struck me as that. So basically what it was, and I found out new new things today that made me go, oh, shit, interesting. And here's the deal. What I was talking about was simple a simple numbers thing with regards to three-point play and shooting three-point plays. Now, I could get more specific about it now, but at the time, my conversation was basically like these guys – uh, Golden State shoots so many threes, and it, their percentage is so good that I don't understand why anybody would do anything different. Which Albert took, I think, as that's the way you should play basketball. You should play it like that because that's how you score. They're winning. They're kicking ass. And Bert's whole thing was basically, you live by the three, you die by the three. Now, of course, you live by the sword, die by the sword. It, it, it's it's all relevant. But what he's basically trying to say is, if I can say it, is that when you're off, you're going to lose every single game. When you're on, you're going to win every single game. But if you play an interior game where you score 50 to 60% of the points in what's called the paint with like an eight-foot area, then you're going to win more games than if you shoot three-pointers all the time. And so... I was I didn't negate it or anything. I was just going, well, what about these numbers? What about those numbers? And Burgess was like, well, fuck you. Then and if that's what you believe, it's like that. That wasn't even the point. I wasn't going to that route. But what is it about that game that 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 pisses you off? That it literally gets under your fucking skin. Well, first of all, that offense that they run has won one championship. Correct. Like in all the years of basketball. Correct. But it's has only, any? But only, have have there ever been any offenses like it before that no. shoot that many threes? No, absolutely okay. not. So that you know, so all of a sudden everybody is like on their bandwagon, like, oh my god, this this offense is great, blah blah. blah. You know, I think last year they won because you know they went through the Western Conference. They had r- it was pretty easy to go through it. Right. They, they didn't have the tough schedule in right. the playoffs, and then when they got to the finals, they played 
you know, the Cavs who were missing two of their stars. I mean, <sighs> Kyrie Irving and and, uh, and Love. And Love. They were both out. Right. So, you know, obviously they won. And right. you know what? This, the problem, like yesterday's game, right, is OKC, they, the third and fourth quarter, they went away from what they were doing in the first two quarters. And that is what killed them because they, all of a sudden, they, see, the problem is teams want to match, oh, three for three. They're not hitting even if they shoot fifty percent threes. Listen, if you're if you're in the paint, you're you usually tend to shoot about sixty sixty five percent. So even if you're you know you're trying to you're trading baskets so to speak, inevitably you're gonna make two. You know they're gonna make a three, but you're gonna make two baskets. So you're already up a point. You it, know. Yeah. Except so yesterday, in yesterday's game, well, they, Oklahoma they City made more baskets. Baskets, yes. But the, what was the problem? They they that they missed a shitload of threes. Is the problem? Uh, no, they their three pointing was average. In the no, the, in the first half it was good, and then they just they missed a lot of shots. And that kid number what, what did I tell you number twelve or number twenty one, whatever it was, right? The one that passed up that who didn't even want to take that three oh, point. Yeah, he shot an air ball, a couple threes. Right, it, it was just awful. Uh, uh, right, he he literally had a he got a rebound on a layup and he missed it like. Dude, there's a white box. <laughs> you know what I mean? On the backboard. Right. Hit right. It within the white box. But that's different than what I'm talking about. Because now you're talking about how they played. And that doesn't matter to me for this conversation. The conversation is, is to me about your disdain for that offense. I, because You hate that offense. Because I don't care what yeah, Oklahoma City it's did just, or didn't it's just, do. It's just a screen and just throw up a three. Like, some of those shots that they were making, I'm like, dude, are you serious? But you know what? Hey, I guess you know the more the more threes you shoot, inevitably, I mean they're gonna go in. Some of them, dude, didn't even hit the rim. Like they were so such bad shots. And I'm like, now that there's a perfect example. Why would you shoot that three, knowing, dude? You're first off, you're not open. Second off, your feet aren't set, and you're just gonna throw it up there, like. That's, but that's they what made almost fifty percent during this series. Yeah. In a seven-game series, now here's 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 where my numbers, right? And I'm a numbers guy. That here's offense isn't going to win a lot of championships. I'm just saying. I don't know about that, but here's what I know: they have two of the top ten three-point shooters of all time in the history of the NBA. They have two of them, right? Curry and Thompson are number nine and number one of all time. Their percentages. Right. So when you have two guys. Like, here's the thing. What would you do back in the day if Ray Allen was playing for the Lakers and you had two of them? Well, of course. You, you know what? You you shoot, you drive in and shoot him the ball on the offense, you know? And that's that. That's what these guys are doing, nah, these guys, except the these, drive-in part. Yeah, they're not driving in and, and create. They're, they're, they're setting screens in the three-point line. Right. And, so, that's but what's wrong with that when you have these two I, players listen, I get who, it, numerically right. speaking, I mean, from a numbers point right, of view, they're, they're, they are, you know, they are playing the offense that suits their game. Right. I mean, I get that. That's fine. But I just what don't is it like that you hate about it, though? Like from a fundamental standpoint, I want to I want to get it because you're old school. Because I like you've been playing since. I mean, dude, I like the all around game. And, I like the all so. How does game. that look? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And you know I've watched games right. forever, and we've been to games. I mean, I'm I'm a basketball fan. I'm not a fanatic like you. I don't know right. the ins and outs of it. I don't, I don't get it. What I was telling you was that I don't see the type of players when I when I was coming up. Right. We, we had you even in the championship teams. There were post up players. You had a Horace Grant right. who posted up. You had James Worthy who posted up. You had Kareem. Who not only posted up, well, but but skillfully had a yes. had a sky hook that, that nobody, was unblockable. Yeah. You had Shaq, who posted that, up. It, you had a Kimelage one who posted up. You had the Admiral who posted up. You had Duncan who posted up. All of these guys were not only good rebounders, but they were post up players that knew how to back back into the back into the rim and and get two, three, four, you know, four foot shots all the time. I just don't see those players anymore. I mean, yeah, and that's AAU fault. The that's who? The AAU basketball. That's the the youth. 
That's their fault. What's the AAU? That's the. It's like a. Oh, a that's big, the thing I saw on a on a Real Sports with Brian Gumble. It's, 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 it's where all the kids, where the, the kids, kids who think they right. might be skilled or whatever, they all play AAU and they ball. grade them, and and right. even the basketball players are like, dude, that's not cool. Yeah. Uh oh, what's his name that played for uh, New York? He he was one of the big ones. Um, oh God, I'm forgetting his name. Really tall. Uh. Um, good shooter, but a really really good defender for New York. For Knicks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, I'm forgetting his name, bro. It'll come up. It'll come up. But anyway, yep. but he, th- he was interviewed. Uh huh. And he was like, I, I don't like if he basically said if, if my kids were playing basketball, I wouldn't put them in this program, even though he it's was in that program. Right. But He's it was part different. Of the program. It was different back back then. I don't know. You I know, think it's so. it's like because now they 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 give them a number. But even like even they get rankings. Like yeah, but rankings across America. But if you notice, you're ten years old and you're now ranked here's number the eight. Here, if you notice, a lot of the big guys that come out of AAU can't shoot free throws. They can't shoot free throws. Why? Because they don't. That's not the fundamentals that they're teaching. But what are they teaching them? They're not Dude, playing a post-up game. So it, what? It what just, are they doing? You know what? It's just block the shots. Blah blah. Let the little dudes shoot threes. Everybody, the problem is everybody wants to be, you know, Curry right now. Everybody, I mean, I see all these little kids, and and I'm like, yeah, but that's only the past two years. Right. What about five years ago? What about ten years ago? What did they want to be? Well, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron, Kobe. Right. You know, players like that. Yeah, but but why are not, why it, are the it, big it's guys? It's unfortunate not that players like that are aren't. You know, LeBron is like probably, but even like say for example, KD. You know, Kevin Durant. Uh huh. He's almost seven feet tall, and right. he's on the outside. He's a perimeter issue. Right. But, but him, I understand. No, he's way too thin and fragile. No, it doesn't. You know, Dirk Nowitzki, he came in. He, It's like it, it's all these guys that, you know, they all – now it's all about shooting. It's all – that's all – From they, the outside. From the outside, you know, and there's no – it's it's a water you know what the NBA is a there's watered no down post up there's right no post up players nothing there's I mean, no you back do, we don't oh got it and I forgot one of the one of the best post up players that I've ever seen Elijah one by far not not to me I I think he was great but he was he was blessed with a tall body uh, right I'm talking about knucklehead oh Shaq I'm, no man who what Shaq who who else who is one of the great power forwards but you know, not the not the tallest dude on the planet. Oh, Charles Barkley. Just do- exactly, bro. Yeah. And there's a dude who just dominated the boards. And how? And was on. Un- he six was five? amazing. He's six five, six six, and he he was he was dominating guys that were six ten at the time. Oh, easily. You know. Yeah. And and so, but see, guy, that's the problem. It's like, but you, you know, don't have, but you don't have, you like don't LeBron have, is the last. I mean, after you know, after Kobe, it was LeBron that he can he can post you down. He can. Shoot from the outside. He can do it all. I mean, right. that's and that you know. See, that's why I think like right now I'm like. Wow. But it's hard for LeBron to be a post-up player because right, cause he's he not is. a center. Well, no, it's and not so that. you got to move the center out. Well, no, you if look when you have a center who can post up, it plays directly to your game. The center's deep. He's right there right. because you don't want a small forward or shooting guard to be posting up because then what happens is you got to move your big guys out so that right. he could post up and. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, your your rebounders are not by the basket. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, a guy like Shaq who's posting up, he misses a ball, he's right there to pick it up. Right. You know, the the forward is right there on the other side. And and so it, it gets better to the game. But but here's here's the thing that about about the three pointers that it, it it demoralizes you, man, it at that point. I mean, think about it. Does if you got a Shaq guy, and listen, I like you got the Shaq, and line. it goes to twenty-two, twenty-three seconds. He scores two points. They go down in four seconds. Boom, shoot a three. Right. Right. And listen, I get it. I, I, the three. I'm not saying I hate the three-point line. That it's great. But when you run your offense through the three-point line, it's just I don't know. It's just like for me. Yeah. Honestly, it's like watching Mayweather fight, and it's like okay, I'm gonna jab, jab, and then I'm gonna run. It, it to me, it's not. But that's me. It's not like I'm not like, wow, that's awesome. That's great offense running smooth and ball. I, I don't you know, it's hey, set the screen and I'm just going to sh- shoot a three. And it's like what? There's no. You know, there's no offensive flow, but I guess to. People nowadays, it is. I mean, it's like, hey, we're scoring a lot of points. You know, I mean, the defense is 
decent. They play de- decent defense, you know, but I don't know. It just – I just – I personally don't like it. You know? What is it that you like about – what was your what was your favorite team? Well, what was your, you're a Laker fan. So what yeah, was your favorite so Laker team? Oh, by far the Showtime Lakers. Okay, so this was Magic, Worthy, yeah. Kareem, Byron Scott, and who was it? No, it wasn't McAdoo. It was who? Uh, well, AC Green, Coop- but he came in after. Uh, yeah, AC Green was after. So was it AC Green or Cooper? Because I, I no, knew Cooper the was he. He came off the bench. So he, who was starting then? It was Magic, Scott, Kareem, James Worthy, and Rambus. Uh, Rambus, okay. And so yeah. that was your favorite team. Yeah. So on that team, you had two post-up players. You had Scott, who was a great perimeter shooter. And my, by, just so I can say, my personal all-time favorite Laker is James Worthy. So yeah. That's just, right. you know. So, but he was a guy that was a great rebounder, but he was a really good inside. He had a great, he had this great move because his arms were really long. Big game Where teams. he would, and, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't like today. They hook a lot, man. They like, oh. dude. When you, when I, I, I saw what you saw, I was, I was like, you could fucking do that. You can't. That's an offensive foul. Okay. So last yesterday, toward the end of the game, somebody was checking. I don't know who it was. He wasn't even check. He was. He just had his. Hand he had his hand out. Out like, but he wasn't. He didn't touch him. Right. He didn't hand check because that's a hand check. That's illegal now. Back then. Oh, so he that, had his. And that's he had thing. his right hand out. The and one of the players was a Curry. Yeah. And Curry, in the middle of a dribble with his left hand, just slapped, slapped his hand out of the yep. way. I was like, you can and fucking do that? That's an offensive foul. Right. That's illegal. Now, the other thing is, the way, th- see, now, basketball has changed. So, now you could get away with that three-point stuff because there's no hand checks anymore. You know, you're not, you can't put your hand, you can't put your hand on their hip. And even if you, they set a screen, you know, it helps you out. Now you can't. You can't even touch them. You can put your forearm. You can put your forearm, yeah. But at that point, I mean, they, you know, you're too close to him. So, obviously, he's going to take off, especially on a screen. But it's just different. Like, I don't know. It, I, it's, it's okay. It's hard it's to it's say. Cool. No, it's just. Well, it's hard to articulate what you're no, thinking? No, it's not even that. It's just, it just pisses me off, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That offense, because honestly, it's only won one championship, and people think that it's like, oh my God, it's the best, and this and that, and it's, you know what? Other clubs that are they try to run the same thing, they're they but they can't, can't. they can't because they don't have right. You take the away number one yeah. and the number nine. I think that if those two guys they don't have to play, play together, right. then there's no way. There's I don't think that they can win. No, the way they, they're winning, they, they won't because you're talking about on average, guys, on average. A great three-point shooting team shoots probably about 30, 38 to 41 percent. Yeah, about give or take. Yeah. The, the great, great, like right. the best of the best. Right? And so these guys are shooting like 40 series, like 49. Right. Almost fi- at one point they were shooting 50 yeah. percent. No, at one point they were shooting over 50 percent. They were 12 of 22. That's like 55 percent. Right. I mean, that's over the 50% threshold. So my thing was, I get that you hate it, but if you were the coach of that team, you you wouldn't be able to change that system because you have those guys that are just killing it from out there. Yeah. And you you I know that's why I said they're they're running the offense that play that suits their game. So obviously, they Th- run that, that th- is the their best. three point shooting is For- everybody else's 18 footers. Right. And you know what? That's why they. You know what they exploit what they can do. And they do something. They're at the. They're, they do it better than anybody else because they have two of the best. You know, of all time, of all top, time. 10, top of all time. ten of all time. But what they do that I think is impressive to accommodate their game that a lot of I don't know if a lot of people pay attention to. They don't run a lot of time off the clock. No. They they go down and shoot quickly. So think about this. That's why they're able to come back from ten point deficits right. so quickly. Yeah, within less than a minute, they can. They'll because they'll they'll just they'll, they'll hit three three pointers yeah, quick. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. and they'll hit three in a right. row. And that, that I think that that part of their game is the part that I envy and like because it's the moral. I see what it does. I mean, I see that like you're st- like here's the way it worked as far as yesterday's. Uh, 
they 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 worked hard and worked hard and worked hard. OKC did worked hard, work hard, work hard. Time goes by. They're going up a little bit. They're up by seven. Five minutes later, they're up by nine. Seven minutes, they're up by eleven. Two minutes later, they're up by one. Like what the fuck happened in two minutes? Yeah. That that sh- that shit's gotta be demoralizing to them, and I think that that just gets in their psyche. I. I don't know, man. I go with the flow. Like, for me, it's one of those things where I said this on stage the other day. Tell, tell me what the rules are. Just tell me what the rules are. And then I'll, I'll kick ass. Just give me what those rules are. What can I do? What can I do? I'll, I'll, I'll adapt to it. Right. And I think that that's, that that's the game that there is today because people adapt to it. I mean, and, you know, it's a, it's a much different game than, than it was when we were growing up, when we were growing up, dude, you had to beat the shit out of somebody to get a technical foul. <laughs> dude, could you imagine guys like back in the day, Lambeer? like Lambeer? He couldn't play, play right now? Oh, no way. He couldn't play. He would have four fouls in the first eight minutes of oh, a game. Oh, easily. And one of them would have been a technical. For sure. Oh, for sure. For he, sure. Every game he would have flagrant fouls. He'd be thrown out every single game. He would have had him. Rambus would have had him. Easily. Even though Rambus was a really good offensive player, re- right. great rebounder, scrappy dude. I, I just I just think that you know those days they let them play harder they let them bump a little more and I think that's the that's what I hate too the the whole finesse of you know I I mean that's why when I grew up you know these guys pounded the boards these guys you know you you played inside you played outside like you had well balanced teams you know you the f- you you think you think the, like f- the basic fundamentals of today have changed from the basic fundamentals of when you were growing up oh, as, without, it's, it's as just, a coach. Well, yeah, it's just like, it's like, it's life though. It's like America, you know, we've gotten soft as the years have gone by, you know, softer sure. than we were before. Sure. It's the same thing. It's just like. Well, it's an immigrant thing. Like when you first come to America, wherever you, wherever you, whoever you are, when you first come to America, you come to this country with this vibrant feeling of whatever I have to do. I'm going to do it to make it. I need to learn English, then I'm going to learn English. I need to go to school, then I'm going to go to school. I have to work that crappy job, then I'm going to work that shitty job. I have to go clean, then I'm going to clean. I have to scrub these toilets, and I got to scrub these toilets. It doesn't matter. Right. You know, it, it, it only takes one or two generations to go from what do I need to do to, man, this is the most important election ever because let me tell you how your life is going to suck if that person's president or that person. All of a sudden... It's not your fault anymore. Is that your, what? What? How could it be your fault? Yep. What are you talking about? It's not your fault. It, if it, it's, it's Obama's fault. It's Bush's fault. It's Clinton's fault. Like all of a sudden, that's why I love, I love illegal aliens. They never complain. You, you know what illegal aliens do on weekends? They sit around and they talk about soccer or What's going on in, in you know, how do I get another job? Or they just forget about anything and just, I, wh- what would we used to do when we were kids? Uh, we used to go hang out at Jaime's house or at Betio's house. They would get drunk on Saturday night, wake up hungover as fuck, and we would go to place. I'd go play two soccer games with two different teams. Yeah. And one, one of them was one brother and the other one was the other brother. And that, that was like their weekend. That was it. And that was it. And then there was, and then there was a carne asada thing on, wow. s- on Sunday or whatever. And we were done. It was it. I mean, that's all they did. But there was never complaints of, oh, man, if 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 Hillary becomes president. <laughs> like, no, yeah. No. Nobody, there was no blaming. There but was see, no bullshit. It was our I fault. I think it's, it's, it's what you say in your act about, you know, it's all come to this uh, where everybody gets a trophy. You know. Well, here's the problem. Everybody thinks they're special, but in not in not the way that they are. Everybody is special because you're unique. There's nobody like you. And you know, you might not be the smartest, you might not be the fastest, you might but there's something about you that's beautiful. And I get that. Like I right now I'm on this big kick on stage that I believe there are more stupid people in America than in any other country per capita. For every 100 people here, there are more stupid people. <laughs> but here's the reason. The reason is there are no, there's no other country in the world that I know of that protects stupid people from death than in America. Okay, in, in, in Honduras, if you buy a blow dryer that's made in Honduras, 
It doesn't come with a fucking tag that tells you not to use it in the shower. Right. You know, yeah. when you're driving on a road in another country, if you go too close to the edge, you fall off the fucking road. There's no <laughs> to wake your stupid ass up. <laughs> when you go to climb mountains in Mexico or Machu Picchu in Peru, there's no fences to tell you not to get in there. It's like if you fall, you're you're just a fucking story. When you go to other countries, you rarely, if ever, a lot of people die on the roads. They don't even, they don't even have speed limits. They're just like, go as fast as you fucking yeah. want. It's your fucking your life. life. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different environment. And, and because of that, which I think is cool, by the way, I think it's awesome that we save everybody because you, didn't, you never know where a great idea is going to come from. Yeah. You know what I mean? You never know. I don't know who the fuck created Angry Birds, but I imagine that it was two fucking high friends getting really toasted and saying, hey, man, what if we make a game where a bird that can't fly and you put it in a slingshot and it hits other shit and there's pigs? I mean, I I can't even imagine what that was. I don't think it could have been some genius. I just think it came from some regular person. Yeah. And those ideas are fine. My whole thing is this expectations in this country are way too fucking blown out of proportion individually. Everybody thinks that they could be president. And not that you can't, with with what's going on now, not that you probably can't vote (laughs) it in, but I don't think that everybody understands, like, what it takes to do stuff like that. Intellectually speaking, what you need to know, what you need to be, how you need, right, like right now, it's cool that people are reacting like this and whatever, but dude, if if China does something and you say and our president, whether whoever it is, says something stupid, that might escalate some shit. It's 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 a whole that's real. We're not talking about like the news and it's and my point is not even about these candidates. My point is is that everybody thinks that they're special, but everybody thinks that they're smart as fuck. And I swear to God, it's one of those things where where somebody who is a an educated college professor says no listen i'm telling you this is derivative of this because this came before this and that became before that somebody stupid would be like you don't know what you're talking about i googled it are you fucking kidding me yep you seriously want to fight with a fucking professor who got a doctorate (laughs) who studied this shit for over 10 fucking years just thinking about what they wanted and you really think that your google searches are you fucking dude that to me is the is the big problem like you know because at the end of the day to me right i look at the i look at it and go okay well how do i make myself a commodity if i was six foot ten to seven foot two i would be in my backyard posting up against a wall every day every day, every day. because i know one thing that once I get to the NBA, nobody's going to be able to guard me. Right. They're, they're, because it doesn't exist right now, there's no way to guard you. Plus, they've given you the ability to 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 get even closer because they can't push you anymore. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is, I mean, this this is, you know, learn your moves. Pivot left, pivot right. I never even got to saying Worthy's badass move. Worthy's, my favorite Worthy move was... And he could do it from both sides, which made him an unbelievably great player. He would post up on you till he was about three to four feet from the rim. And then he had this really quick pivot move, and he would just lay it up. Fucking finger he roll. would just finger roll it, but off the backboard. Yeah. It, was an inc- it was an incredible, and it was so fast that they just never really blocked it. But, my, but you know, that's me looking at what the rules are, what's going on, how do I do it. I just don't feel like... People today want to work that hard, and if they do, it doesn't seem like it's respected. You know, yeah. if Donald B- Trump becomes our president, I will respect that he's our president. I will respect the presidency. Now, if he does something stupid, impeach his ass. Mm-hmm. If he does something, you know, get get the, get him the fuck out of there. Right. But whatever my views are, Hillary, the same thing. Bernie, the same thing. Whoever gets into that office. I look at it and go, do you know how hard it is to do that? Do you know, first of all, you have to have wanted to be something like a president since you were a kid and not done fucking 
anything crazy that could be that could be caught. You can't have you couldn't have had friends that say they did coke with you and that they were doing mollies with you when you were younger or chicks that say I fucked them when she he had a girlfriend or yeah. a wife or what. I mean, just so much shit you got to protect yourself from unless you're a guy like Trump who's not a who's not a politician who people don't expect that from him they don't care maybe that's the way that this is going to go in the future people just are going to be able to run and say hey you know I'm this I'm that whatever I don't know I I I have no idea I just see what you're saying as time goes on it gets easier but then again what's expected is different you know for Christmas think about it what did you expect to get for Christmas as presents when you were a little, little kid? Now when you were older and, and your mom and my mom kind of knew how to spend their money right. and they knew how to keep a little bit and they knew how to buy Christmas gifts four months, eight months, six months in yeah, advance yeah, yeah. when they saw something and they're like, ooh, these, a pack of six packs, a six pack of socks oh. for $2. But we're beating it, and then they'd hide it in a fucking closet. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, boom! Boom, I got socks. You got I socks got for two, Christmas. I got two packs. Right, but what what did you expect for Christmas when you were a kid, like the longest I remember, that you remember? Underwear, socks. Me like too. shirts. Me too. You know, that's yeah. maybe some shorts, yeah. but that, nothing like it would always, shoes. Yeah. I didn't expect any of that shit. Oh, it no. Was, oh. No, I, I remember thinking, I'm getting shit that I was supposed to get in September for school. Yeah. So it, it, for me, September was Christmas. So yeah. instead of buying stuff on, on September, in September, Christmas would come around. I would go, okay, I'm yeah. going to get my socks, my underwear. I'm going to get all that stuff. I'm going to get a couple pairs of pants, a couple shirts, yeah. and shirts, we're going to be good. Shirts, right. shorts, pants, that yeah. was it. Maybe there was one cool shirt that like I could go out in or yeah. to a party in yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that was a good go-out Ooh, shirt. That was a good one. The, 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 the church shirt yeah. that we used to get. But, uh, but other than that was that, hopefully one of the family members will give you a cool shirt like that. Right. Like, but but here's the thing. Your daughter and my son. Completely different. Th- the shit that they expect oh. is completely different. They expect, the you know. The iPhone, the iPad, the MacBooks. The yeah. They expect the stuff that costs a lot of money. Yeah. And, and because they live in a society where you're surrounded by it. I mean, you were telling me today that you have, he's got a Samsung pad, one of the small tablets. It's the eight and a half inch tablet that he got two years ago, but he paid for it through payments. So he went in there. It didn't cost him anything in 16 bucks a month for two years and boom, now it's paid for. It's one of those like, oh, okay, that's how you did it. So the expectations are different. My thing, my problem is, is that you have kids who are not smart thinking I'm going to be a doctor. Motherfucker, you're getting C's. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? What kind of doctor are you going to be? Yeah, what kind of doctor are you going to be? You know, it, yeah. it's all these, it's just, and it's this thing of like. I know it starts with a D, but well, you well, can't have D's. Right, you <laughs> can't. Right. And it was one of those things where you can't be, you can't think to, to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a millionaire and, and you don't have any ideas. And don't get me wrong, you can all stumble into it. But everybody expects it is the problem. Right. Everybody expects to be Mark Zuckerberg. Everybody expects to be that good. Mm-hmm. And when they're not, they get mad. And then all of a sudden, it's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. Yep. And there's where the excuse comes in. So um, I don't know if we, if we got to a conclusion on this. I think that basically it's just Bert loves a more well-rounded game where the players go inside, outside. They set plays. Where the score is maybe in the 80s, 85 90. to 93, yeah. something like that. I think to you, once the score goes over 102, 105, y- you begin to go, okay, that's just no defense. Right. That's just not enough playing. That's not enough strategy. You like more of the chess, more of the well-rounded. Yeah. Um, I get it. But that's just me, you know. No, I get and it. And plus, I'm a Laker fan, so I, I, right. I kind of dislike Golden State anyway. So Right. That probably has right. a lot to do with it as well. I, I see the numbers, and you know. the numbers for me say if I had that team, I would run a very similar offense. Oh, uh, that's and what I said. by I the way, too. Steve Kerr, I think, is number two or number three. I know he's num- top yeah, five, if I'm not mistaken. Number four, I think. Something something like, that. like that, but of all time. So you oh, have a guy who knows how to shoot three-pointers, right. who knows 
the circumstances upon which to shoot three-pointers, has two of the best three-pointers, top ten in the history of the game, and I think he 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 derives that offense from the knowledge of shooting threes and from the fact that he's got these two amazing great players right. who shoot that well. It's um, in to this me, day, it's day a no-brainer, and that's what you would do. Hey, I would I would do the same thing. In this thing. day and age with the NBA the way it is, that offense works. Well, that offense couldn't work back, you know. But but just, here here's why it here's why it, it works as well on a on a on an intellectual level if in my opinion that okay, you get the ball, right? You start the game or, or, or let's say the game is 40-40 and it's right before halftime and you go down and you know, you throw it in, throw it out and you miss it or or you make it, you know. And then they go down, shoot a three, they miss it. And you come down, work for another 20 seconds, boom, you make it. They go and miss it. And you come down, you get in, you make it. You're up six points, boom, they miss it. Then you come and miss it. Then they make a three. Then you miss one. They make another three. And all of a sudden, 20 seconds later, you're tied again. After you busted your ass to get those three points. That, to me, when I see that, I see the look on the players' faces, and it just, it kills them. It demoralizes them. And then they get into like, well, let's get a 3-2. And they don't shoot the same That's percentages. The Boom. Yep. They get they get boned. It's That's the problem. It, it, it's, it's a great system intellectually. Yeah. It, it fucks. It mind fucks you. Live the by momentum. the three. Bro, live by the three, die by the three, though. Well, there you go. So that's it. But listen, uh, definitely want to talk really quick about uh, the kid that fell into the thing. I found a really interesting a that uh, and and at the first day when it happened, they were saying that the kid was seventeen instead of that the gorilla was seventeen. So when I went on stage, I made a mistake about that. But I was talking about the kid. Um, you know, the first day, nobody was talking about the parents at all. It, it took the internet, I think, to really bring out that like. What what were the parents doing? How long did it take? Uh, you know, the kid, why weren't they watching the kid? Um, to me, that would never happen when I was a kid. I'm not going to judge the parents. Not going to judge any of that shit. I'm just going to tell you that my mom, we I come from a huge fucking family. But I'm telling you that if I would have gone under a fence or hopped over a fence or even started talking about I want to get close to that gorilla or jump in the moat like supposedly this kid did, uh, my mom would have smacked the fuck out of me in public, if nothing else. I, I, I don't I don't know how you go I, I, I don't know how you go to a zoo as a parent and you you, you lose track of your kid for that long. Because, dude, I... I I don't. I don't know. Just me. I'll go places. I mean, in a parking lot. I don't care. I. I. You gotta hold my hand. And he's. He's ten. He's fucking yeah. ten. He's not a little boy. He's not an idiot. Dude, my daughter today when we were at the restaurant. Yeah. You know your your son and my daughter. They went to the restroom. Yeah. And he came back before her. Right. And I looked and I'm like, well, she's not here. I was already gonna get up and go over there. Right. And I was like, okay, I'll just give it a couple seconds. Right. And then and then the she popped I heard up. her yeah. sandals and I looked right. back and it was her coming. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, you know, that was that I don't know how. I mean, I get that. Well, it, he, but here's the it thing. It can happen. No, I get that it can happen, but here's the thing. This isn't the first time somebody has ended up inside a habitat and gotten killed. Right. You know, That's it happened in SeaWorld when the guy went in the pool, right? And he went in the pool like it was totally him. This is a grown ass man. He probably jumped in the pool, thought he wanted to fucking play with the goddamn killer whale. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm playing play with killer whale. Yeah. Stupid ass. But he's dead. And then, you know, there was a kid, If I think it was like San Francisco, some teenage kid. Oh, what, remember when he was teasing it and then the, the, the tiger jumped out and started eating people or no. mauling people? Yeah, there was an incident where a tiger actually, one of the tigers or lions, jumped over the fence because wow. they were fucking with him. And, yeah, exactly. The kids were throwing shit at him and whatever, and he got pissed off. But my point is, there's been enough of these incidents that when you do go, especially, like, in a place like that, like, dude, that shit is, like, I would never even put, like, I saw somebody, we went to the San Diego Zoo, and it wasn't even, like, I think it was a polar bear exhibit or something like that. I don't remember. 
but somebody had their kid sitting on the fence. Oh. So there's a fence to keep you from going over, and then he's sitting on the fence, and I'm going, if that kid slips, and fuck, he's in the fucking trench. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? Like, I, that kind of shit, I just go, I, I, and I don't know what the circumstances are. They're, they're kind of being protective of the parents. It seems like, you know, nobody's saying the parents' fault, it's you. I mean, I know the internet is, but it doesn't seem like the news is. Right. It doesn't seem like the news is saying anything about that. My whole thing is is this. There shouldn't even be a need for a fence. Like, like, just so you know, that little fence in front, that's not to keep them out. No, it's to keep the dumb To keep them in. It's to keep you out. Yeah. That little tiny fence that you, you lean on to look at these animals, that's there to keep you from getting in that fucker. But think about it. Why do we need that? Like, I could understand. No, I can't. I mean, it's a fucking gorilla. Why would you need to be told to not get close to the fucking gorilla? And I'm not even talking about the kid. He's four years old. He's curious. You can't blame him for anything. Right. You know what sucks, dude? What sucks is here you have an incident where a kid was in dangerous position and put a gorilla in a dangerous place. The gorilla's dead. And at the end of the day, the kid and the gorilla have no blame. None whatsoever. Right. The gorilla got captured or he was born in captivity. Either way, this is not what was intended for his life. He's supposed to be out in jungles in the mist talking to fucking Jane Fossey or whoever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, and, and that that should be what's what's going on. But no. And then the kid, you know, as at, when you have a four year old, I'm sorry, man, but it's your job as a parent to take care of that kid. That that kid is Four. Yep. There is no excuse whatsoever, n- none, that a kid that age you could say, well, he was this or he. N- no. no. And there were people, by the way, there were people, and 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 you know what? I just found a reason to fucking be mad. You fucking people love going on the internet and saying all kinds of fucked up shit and saying everything that you fucking want and calling everything this and everything that and you have opinions about everything and you're fucking right about everything. But, but, when in person, people heard this kid say, I'm going to jump in there. And not only did they not do shit, they didn't say shit. They didn't, where's all this internet fucking balls? Where are you, where are you when, when, when it's real? When it's not behind a fucking computer and you're, oh, let me tell you about you. What, where were you when you heard that kid say that? Because I saw people on TV going, well, the kid was talking about he wanted to go there. Then why didn't you fucking say something? Yeah. Why didn't you tell the mom, hey, that kid, is that your kid? He, he said he's going to jump in there. Hey, somebody's kid said he's going to go in the bear trap. I would have fucking done it. Yeah. If I heard a kid say, I'm going to go, I would have been like, hey, 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 kid, kid, that's a gorilla. Do you know anything about gorillas? I would have been like, hold on. I would have pulled out my YouTube and tried to see gorilla attack because I'm sure there's one somewhere. Somewhere there's a gorilla attacking somebody. And I would have showed that kid that and go, ah, that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Get out of there. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if the parents would have been like, hey, that's my kid. Listen, your kid just said he was going to jump in that fucking moat, just so you know. So yeah. you can get mad at me all you want, or maybe I should call the police and tell them what was about to happen right now that I stopped. Oh, well, I mean, it's exactly. But but my thing is, where the fuck are these, where are you these balls that you have on the internet in real life? Yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, there's real people, and you don't say shit. When that's, when that's when you should say shit. Fuck what you say on the internet. That doesn't really make a difference in life. You could have saved the life of a, of a gorilla. Yeah. A poor fucking gorilla that had nothing to do. And by the way, I'm not telling you that they shouldn't have killed the gorilla. But what I say earlier, I'm a numbers guy. There's billions of human beings walking the planet. There's about 170,000 gorillas. They're endangered because of us. And yet one of those endangered poor animals got, you know, killed because you fucking people that could have opened your mouth and said something about this kid doing it or done something for Christ's sakes. Done something about it. Mm-hmm. No. And, and by the way, let's just say that you grabbed that kid and the mom and the dad saw you got pissed off and beat the shit out of you. 
okay, you'd be on the news. And they would be asking you, what did you do? And why did you do it? And they would have called you a hero by the end of that. If you would have said, that kid was about to jump into that moat. So I went over there and grabbed him and pulled him because I didn't want him to fall in a gorilla habitat. People would have been like, well, where were the parents? I don't know. They were obviously not there until I grabbed them and pulled them out, and then they beat my ass. And then it would have been a whole different story. But these fucking people, it's, it's, these are dangerous. See, it's that thing. It's like, it's a puppy. It's a beautiful thing. It's it's an animal, man. It's a, it's an, they're not cute. They're, They're not cuddling and petty like that. That's not, they're not dogs. They're not domesticated. And people just, you know, they, they they lose sight of that stuff for some reason. I don't know, man. I just think that shit like this should, shouldn't have to happen. And I know that it does. But in this specific circumstance, it just seemed to me like it could have been avoided. Yeah. From the beginning. Oh, for sure. From the, how did you feel about it when you when when it when you heard the whole thing? Um, I mean, I was, I understood, you know, because I mean, if it was my kid, of course. You know, you I'd be like, well, well, yeah, you you got to do what you have to do to save my kid at that point, right? At that point, but I mean, it's it's unfortunate, and you know, I mean, I don't know, you know, you got to watch your kids. That basically, I mean, I don't know how that happened. I mean, I can see how it can happen. Okay, I I gr- granted, but I, I can see how that can happen. But here's my point. But okay, it's hard let's not blame to the parents. But still, when other people heard this kid say he was going to do it, problem there. And no. you didn't do shit, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's like the people that videotape fights and don't get in and don't stop, and don't stop the fight. And then they post it. Oh, check it out! What I recorded. It's like, dude, you mean to tell me that there was five guys on you know one person and you just sat there and videotaped, didn't do anything, nothing, and and posted it for for the wrong reason, right? Like, don't get me wrong. If there's five dudes beating the shit out of one dude, I'm going to record it. But I'm going to record it to to show. identify the five guys that right. are beating the shit out of the one guy. Yeah, I'd, I'd take it to the police and say, hey, listen. Yeah, you listen, see, d- you got to see this. These guys beat the shit out of that one guy. Right. And, you know, why? It, does it really matter? If it's one-on-one, you ask why. It's f- if it's five-on-one, come on now. Yeah. that That's different. Yeah. I, I, I just, you know what, man? There, there's, there's ways for us. And and I'm not on the other end either of this whole thing where a lot of the animal people are like, they should have, they should have killed, they shouldn't have killed him. Whatever happens, happens. He fell in. That's not it. I'm just saying there was, if anything else, and I don't know that anybody's gonna blame who I'm blaming, but I seriously blame the few people. And I saw for sure one woman say that she heard the kid saying he was gonna do it, not saying anything, not acting on it, not anything. I mean, you're a grown ass human being. And you know what's going to happen if that kid falls into that habitat and you don't do shit about it. And she's probably the kind of person that goes online and tries to tell everybody how fucked up they are. She's one of those yelpers that tell, no, this zoo is horrible and this restaurant sucks and this, you know, this, this is, this is the problem. It, simulations are cool. I did a joke the other day that I was really proud of because it's not a good thing. But it just, it everybody laughed at it, and I went, fuck, that's so wrong, but yet so real and funny. And I was talking about how when we were kids, our parents actually invited us to go the fuck outside. They told us, go do something. Go play. Go run. Get the yeah. fuck out of the house. You know, today, you got eight-year-old kids that are fat as shit, and, you know, four-year-old kids that don't know how dangerous certain shit is. We knew shit was dangerous from jump because our parents scared the fuck out of us. <laughs> I mean, dude, there were monsters that helped us go to sleep if we didn't go to sleep. There was a monster named the Cucuy that if you don't go to sleep by a certain time, he would eat you. Then there was a Mexican monster called La Lechuza. And I don't even know what she looks like or whatever. She was like the Chupacabra of back in the day. But she would get you. I mean, there was always something to scare you not to do dumb shit. And today, that fear is completely gone. Oh, yeah. And there is such a thing as healthy fear. There is such a thing. Yes, there is. And you know what? Talk to people, if you know anybody who does extreme sports, 
anybody who skydives, anybody, I don't even know what they call, not the hand gliding, but where you jump and you're free falling, but you have like a suit and you kind of fly. I don't know what that shit is called. But ask any of those guys and they'll tell you, the minute that you lose fear completely is the day that you hit a fucking rock. Yeah. Because you don't do what it takes to not put yourself in that situation. And it, 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 so anyway, I was saying, when I was a kid, we didn't play Grand Theft Auto. We, we actually stole fucking cars. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we, but it, I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, I, 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 I that's why I love the joke. That's because it's funny. real, but, but it's fucked up. Like, yeah. I, I'm not proud of the fact that we did that, but like, to, to an extreme, yeah. to a fucking extreme. We actually went out and stole shit, you know? But, that, but the, the neighborhood, so to speak. Right. I never stole a car, right? And I never did a hook or anything like that. But my point being is that, because you know how many people right now heard that and they're like, oh, yeah. oh there it is. Yeah. <laughs> but when we were a kid, we just experienced it. We did stuff. You know what? I, I, I never did that, but I did sell coke when I was younger. And, and so, like, I, yeah, that's what I should say. Yeah, we didn't pretend to sell coke. I actually sold coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was one of those things where I was talking about it. And anyway, th- my point is, is that I don't know what my fucking point is. Does there need to be one? No, nope. I don't think so. That's our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you uh, enjoyed it. By the way, spread the word, spread the love. Tell everybody about the podcast. Uh, it's getting bigger and bigger every day. Um, I got offers for sponsors, but... Uh, I don't want to do that yet, man. I want it to stay between us. Um, maybe someday I'll get a sponsor, but you know what? Uh, right now, it's cool the way it is. I'm enjoying it, and I'm loving the format. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Carlos Mencia, and on behalf of producer Bert, remember, man, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Peace.